You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody? This is Craig Stout from Arrowhead Pride. Today, I got the pleasure to sit down with the fifth-round pick from the Chiefs, their new defensive end, Mike Dana, to discuss his love for Frank Clark, what he will bring mentally and physically to the Chiefs' defense, a little bit of his journey from high school through his collegiate days at both Central Michigan and Michigan, and then I asked him a little bit at the end about his favorite play and his favorite pass rush move. I really enjoyed getting to talk to Mike. I'm really rooting for him throughout this entire process, so I hope you guys enjoy. Joining me now, Mike Dana, the Chiefs' fifth-round pick for this year. Hey, Mike, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so how excited are you to get to play with a fellow Michigan defensive end and Frank Clark, I don't know if you grew up, you know, kind of watching him, looking after him a little bit, but how excited are you to get to play with him? I'm extremely excited, and I can't wait. You know, you kind of just hit it right on the uh, right on the head. You know, back in high school, when he was at Michigan, I used to always watch his highlights. You know, he was one of the guys I, I stayed or kept my eyes on. You know, now I'm about to be under the same organization as him or the same defense as him, same, you know, position room. It's, it's a – it's an opportunity, man. You know, I'm going to pick his brain, so I, you know, I'm about to be messing with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, sure he, I'm sure he's about to be messing with you a little bit, too. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> what attributes, if, if Chiefs fans may not know a whole lot about you, what attributes do you bring to the table, both physical and mental? Um, you know, uh, I think my most important attribute I bring to the table is, you know, I'm a team player. And I think that has a lot to do with what type of player I am and what, you know, what the game needs and, you know, what makes a team a team, you know. Um, whatever coach needs me to do or whatever coach has in store for me or whatever plan he has, you know, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, you know, no if, and, or but. And, you know, um, that's what I signed up for. But along with some more attributes, you know, I'm a um, – I'm a smart football player. I play sound football, smart football. I'm extremely physical. And, you know, if I feel like I can out-physical anybody on the football field, you know, it's going to be a long day for them. So, you know, um, I'm looking forward to getting back on the field. And, you know, I can't wait to get it started. Yeah, you're talking about being a smart football player. Uh, Just from watching your tape a little bit there, I watch you make a bunch of plays where you make the front hole. Like you are very gap sound, particularly in your run defense there. Do you take pride in being a film junkie, kind of identifying things quickly? Absolutely, yes. And, you know, that pertains to being a student of the game. And, you know, um, kind of, you know, that's my job. And that's what the 10 other people on the field is relying on me to do, which is my job. So if I have a gap, that's my responsibility, and I have other people counting on me to take care of my responsibilities. So, you know, yeah. I, that, that, that's very big, and, you know, I try to do it to the best of my abilities. Yeah. Uh, another thing, uh, offensive linemen, 
love getting out in space, love pulling, getting up ahead of steam and trying to pancake somebody getting out in space. I watch you take on polling blockers like your life depends on it. it it's really fun to watch. You yeah. destroy pulling guards, pulling tackles, you know, mm-hmm. tight ends coming across the backside of the formation. Mm-hmm. What is it that you like being able to take that away from it? Because that's what they live for. And yeah. I, I just don't see you ever get beat by it. Uh, you know, it's just when, when I told you me being a physical football player, that's just me being a physical football player. You know, it's you got another man running at you full speed, looking to block you out or, you know, pancake you. And, you know, all you got to do is, like, throw your head in there and give it your all, you know. Uh, do what you've been coached and you just know you're going to win. And, you know, I'm a competitor. I'm a fight to the end of the whistle. So, you know, uh, me being physical and me being a competitor is mostly a lot of the reasons why I won those type of battles. Yeah. Versatility is kind of the name of your game. You lined up at 7-tech, 5-tech, 3-tech. I even got to see you line up, head up over the center there. You really did do everything there for Michigan last year. Can you describe how you approach the game from that regard? If a coach comes to you and says, hey, listen, we're going to kick you inside. And when I say inside, way inside. How do you take that on? How do you take on that responsibility? Maybe not being quite the same body type that a lot of the guys that play inside are. Well, I mean, all I really need is uh, just hand me a playbook, tell me my, my, my technique, my fundamentals, and that's all I'm going to rely on, especially when I get put in situations like that where guys are much bigger than me. I have to rely and fall back on my, uh, my technique and my fundamentals because that's going to save me a whole lot more extra than, you know, doing something out of the ordinary that I've never been coached then getting pancakes, you know, or just trying to look at it more than it really, really is, you know, because fundamentals can be, you know, uh, a lot of different things and it can put you at an advantage that, you know, not having sound fundamentals can't. So, you know, uh, I think that's very big and, you know, uh, whatever coach tell me, if he needs me inside, I'm moving inside. Like I said, it's part of me being a team player. Mm-hmm. So what, one last thing about uh, kind of your physical attributes here. I read that you had a 42-inch vertical at Central Michigan. Is that true? Absolutely. 42-inch vertical. And what, what were you weighing when you did that 42-inch vertical? I was around the 250 range. Wow. 250 wow. Range. That is explosion. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. man. That's <laughs> I, was, I was doing that like my freshman year. Uh, wow. My freshman freshman year. So my sophomore year of college, I was doing like jumping to 40 plus and you know, that's when I knew something wasn't right with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about that journey. You grew up in Warren, Michigan. You went to De La Salle High School. You actually got an offer from Central Michigan before you started your senior year, if I read that correctly. Absolutely. And you broke your leg week one yeah. of your senior year. So that was the only offer that you yeah. got. Um what kind of chip does that put on your shoulder then, you know, not getting those bigger offers and having that loyalty towards Central Michigan, a team that maybe could have taken the offer off the table but decided to right. stick with you anyway? No, yeah. Um, that chip on my shoulder was huge. And, you know, that played a big part of who I am today. You know, I had to deal with that adversity at when I was a senior in high school, you know, many people don't run into many type of adversities like that until, or um, 
something that big until, you know, they're at least, you know, uh, sophomore, college, junior, college. But, you know, football was like I took in that series from the moment I got on the field. And, you know, just to have that happen and you see colleges kind of just go ghost on you, you know, that fuels that. That gives you a fuel that a lot of things off the field can't. You know, that gives you enough drive to, um, for the naysayers and you just to prove them wrong. And, you know, it did wonders for me. And I'll, I still have chips on my shoulders today that, you know, that gives me enough drive to, you know, make me want to prove to myself and prove to everyone else that I can do anything that I set my mind to. Nobody can say anything that can set me back. Nothing can affect me what anybody has to say. So, you know, just, you know, staying focused, knowing yourself and also knowing your well, uh, your words. Yeah. And you definitely stayed focused at Central Michigan. Uh, you had a redshirt year. You had three years there that you got to play. You had 50 plus pressures in 2017 and 2018. And you were the team MVP in 2018 before you graduated there. So looking back on your time at Central Michigan, what are the things that you remember the most? What kind of experience was that for you? Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful experience. It's an experience that I wouldn't trade for anything. You know, I've met people, teammates, and uh, coaches that their relationship I value so much to this day, and I cherish them. And, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I met some, you know, great people down the road, and I made some incredible memories. And, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything because, you know, that was where uh, it all started. They were the school that, you know, that, you know, uh, put all their chips in the table for me and you know they didn't turn their back on me when things got rough so it was great here I loved it at uh, Central Michigan. Yeah so you were a grad transfer you transferred you went to uh, University of Michigan School of Social Work can you describe what draws you to that and trying to help your community because I think that's a big piece of what the Chiefs look for as well they look for guys these high character guys like yourself so Absolutely. what drew you to that? You know um since since I've been an athlete and, you know, um, been a person of the community, I always wanted to, you know, give back. I always look at um, the one of the – some of the greats in their sports like LeBron James. And, you know, he got his whole uh, Akron, Akron – he got the school where he get paying people tuition or kids tuition. And, you know, he's giving back to his community. So, you know, some of the biggest role models are doing that. So that was really – where I wanted to do is just looking at from my role models giving back and I always wanted to be that person to give back to the youth and you know have whatever whether it's youth or you know um the whole community as a whole just giving back my love and support to everybody because you know um all that positive reinforcement you're giving to people people you know live off that that can change somebody's life that may give uh, I could be an inspiration for a kid's life and he can go on in his future career to give back to the city, you know? So, you know, it's like a domino effect. One person do it, then, you know, uh, somebody else want to do it. You know, giving back to the community is nothing like it. And, you know, doing events for like charity or organization, it's, it's a great feeling that, you know, you can't get without doing it, you know? Yeah. It's a pay it forward effect. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, you transferred there because you had to wait until you graduated. That meant that you had a very short offseason there before Michigan. You kind of had to hit the ground running. And you said you weighed about 250. I know that Michigan bulked you up a little bit. What, what weight were you playing at last year for Michigan? Uh, I was playing at 260. Okay, 260. Gotcha, 260, gotcha. Yeah. 
So uh, that shortened offseason, having to come in there, you know, it's Jim Harbaugh. It's a guy who, you know, has been in the NFL ranks. He understands what this is. Mm -hmm. He understands how to do things. But because you had everything so compressed, you know, how does that shorten offseason kind of help you going forward, especially with this offseason in the NFL? Because, you know, there, we don't know when the NFL season is going to start. We don't know when teams can get back in the building. We don't know what it's going to be. How does that give you a leg up on some other guys? Because you've been through this before. Yeah, you know, um, just because I've been through it, it's made this task, like, I approach it the same way I'm going to approach the one I did last year. You know, I take initiatives and, you know, um, I'm a man on a mission. You know, uh, I had to take care of my business in that short frame of time because, you know, I didn't have the same time everybody else did. So as soon as I got there, I had to hit the ground running. So whether it was starting from the playbook, then, you know, watching film, then getting an extra workout in, uh, second to the workout we got with the whole team, that's what I had to do. And all I can control is my readiness. So whether, like I said, that's my readiness pertains to what I do on a daily basis. So that's, uh, you know, whether I'm eating the right food or, you know, um, doing anything I'm doing. So it can even be like doing homework. I control all that. And all that's in my control. Me going to the weight room or, you know, me doing something that can help better my stuff on the field is all on me, and that controls what I – and my readiness controls all that. So that's all I'm looking forward to doing is just controlling my readiness and, you know, uh, making sure I stay ready for whatever happens because this can blow over whenever. So, you know, I don't want this to blow over, then, you know, I'm not ready or mm -hmm. um, I'm behind because I decided not to take my readiness serious. So – Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. What's your favorite play in your collegiate career? It could be Michigan, could be you know, Central Michigan. My favorite play for me is a D lineman's dream come true, a scoop and score. <laughs> and, 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 and my scoop and score wasn't 20 yards or 30 yards. My scoop and score was a 60 yards return. So, you know, <laughs> I was running for a little bit. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite pass rush move? Oh, my favorite pass rush move is a, a speed, a power with a stab. And that's my favorite because when I do go speed, it gets the offensive lineman to kick. When I go power and shoot my stab to his inner pecs, that strike catch him so off guard, it knocks him off balance because he's, you know, trying to catch up to my speed. So when my stab catches him off balance, I either can go down the middle, drive him to the left of the quarterback, or I can go inside and, you know, rip off inside, or I can just uh, beat him outside. So that one move gives me three different escape ways or three different ways I can capitalize on him. So, you know, I think that move put a lot of tackles and big disadvantages when they try to get a good, uh, a good kick because they see I'm approaching them with speed. And, you know, um, just using that move to the best of my ability and mastering it down is all I'm going to keep doing because, like I said, that's my favorite move. It's not going anywhere. Good, good. Have you ever been to Kansas City before? Never been there. Okay. Do you like barbecue? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You you oh, are yeah. in for it, man. That's that's the heart of it right there. So, hey, uh, man, don't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Chief fans, get to know Mike here. Thanks for joining me, Mike. Really appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. 
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. 